Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. Still do it. Can't help it. Yeah. So you guys, today we have Sam on here. She's an embodiment and mindset and life coach right now, right? As she says, us spiritual entrepreneurs, we tend to change our, our niche as we grow. Mm-hmm. right? 100%. As we grow. So I'm excited that you agreed to come on the podcast. Of course. I would love to. Love yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll talk spirit with you any day, right? Oh, hell yeah. It's so much fun. It is. This last one is, I think what hit me into my next doozy of a oh, next level awakening was the past lives. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people have a hard time. I mean, I, I even remember for me, having a hard time really grasping that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think it's because of our concept of time. Yeah. So I think what really started opening my mind to like just different time concepts of life in general was the first time we, this last time we went to Montana at the end of 2020, when I had, we went, I was standing on the edge of the lake. I can vividly remember it. And I was like, I've been here. I have been here, but it was, I knew it wasn't this life. Cause this, I've never been in that location physically this life. So it was like, I know I've been here. So that kind of like, I guess, piqued my interest a little bit more. And then my mom's always joked about it my entire life, like past lives. It was very like a casual conversation, nothing more than, oh, you are probably a stripper in a past life, just joking around. I'm like, I'm sure <laughs> all women were like, let's be honest. <laughs> and then I did time techniques through NLP with one of my mindset coaches. And I uh, was healing sadness and sadness was like, you go, you essentially imagine your own timeline. And I went into a different timeline and that was a past life and I could see everything And I was going through it. And as I'm going through it, my hands are like moving. My eyes were moving all over the place. Like I was vividly there, but I was essentially in a state of almost like a hypnotic state. And then a couple weeks ago now, I went to um, a local person here and I did a past life regression. Cool. So, so let's, let's talk about the difference there between like NLP, because a lot of people don't know what Mm -hmm. you're talking about. And I know the timeline technique, basically that technique is where you take your client or a person that you're working with and you, you, you don't necessarily hypnotize them, but you're asking their subconscious mind questions. Like, did you experience, it could be for different things, yeah. but you know, it could be like, when was the first time you ever experienced shame? Was it in this life or another life? Or in your, or in utero or, or generational. Yeah. So then, so then your mind just picks one. It just knows. Yeah. Um, so that's what you're talking about with that, where you tapped into 
that time, a, yeah. a time when you had that emotion or whatever you were working through versus what you're about to tell us what happened in the next. Yeah. So this one was full hypnosis. Like you are completely in your subconscious. And it was my, I don't, I wasn't able to pick up on which life it was. Like if it was my most recent life before this one, but as I'm in there, like I am a native American woman, like I'm looking in my, like in my mind's eye, I'm like looking at my feet and I can see my moccasins and I see like my olive tan skin from being in the sun. Like I see my leather dress, like almost like what you would picture in the movies and stuff. Like I see it. Um, so I'm seeing this and then it's like, I started feeling the emotions and it was the emotion. Like I saw my children and they didn't look like my children, but they're so like, I, I knew like my kids that I have now were with me in that life. And the man I was married to in that life was also my husband that I have now. Like I just knew their souls. I didn't like I, their faces look completely different, but that soul energetic connection was exactly the same. And I was like, okay, that, that was, that kind of was like with the hill. Like I was not expecting that whatsoever. And then like, I felt the pain of, because I was a Native American woman, the timeline I was in, in the area, the time of that life that I was in, it was the time of essentially when my tribe got taken over by the white man, you could say like, per se, like they were trying to colonize us and have us conform to their ways. And of course we were fighting back. We wanted to keep our way. We weren't bothering them. They just wanted our land and stuff like that. I felt the pain of like getting hit in the face because I like I was able to see that moment where they came in and like hit me in the face like I saw my like I saw my husband's back for like trying to shield us and having I could hear someone telling me to run to the forest because we were surrounded by the forest and run to the trees so I like was surrounded by now a bunch of kids and I'm running and then of course she had me go to a happier time. So, cause there was a, like, I could feel it. Like I, my heart was racing. I was like, Oh my God, I was, I felt physically scared in this body even. And so then she took me to a happier time of like my marriage and like when I got married and it was a marriage for love, not just for the good of the tribe, which was interesting. And then she took me to my death and that's where like the healing part really happened was I had to see how I died, which is funny that I have a birthmark on my throat. Cause I was hung. Like I have this birthmark right here and I was hung in that life. I saw my feet dangling and I could feel myself. Like I felt like someone was choking me. And then the next part of it was forgiving the person who killed me. And so I did that. And once I did it, it felt like this giant rock came out of my throat that I've always felt. And I've talked to numerous people and said, like, my throat chakra is so closed. Like, I can't help. I don't know what, yeah. like, I always felt silenced. I love that your, your therapist or the person that, that walked you through that did that because that's, that's a lot of reasons why we go into past life mm-hmm. is to heal, heal something, you yeah. know? Yeah. I like that. And I never would have gotten that healing without doing that. And I didn't know, like, I can full heartedly say, I didn't know I needed that healing and I'm very happy. I did. I think I'm going to do like two or three more. Cause I just, that's the number that comes to me. Like you need to do this a couple more times. It's worth the time. It's worth the money. Just do it. There's more healing to be done. So I'm like, okay, 
and I'll probably go to a different timeline. You never know. Like it helped me yeah. see my spirit guide for the first, like see her and have her actually show herself to me. Cause she's never showed herself or like revealed who she is to me until after this. So you saw your spirit guide in this? Mm-hmm. I where, did. Where did that come about? How did you know it was your spirit guide? Um, she, you call your spirit guides in the very beginning to guide you to where you need to go and essentially hold your hand through it to give you that grounding safety, essentially. So she, like, I had never, I, she honestly never showed herself to me. Like I've like, as open as I am, like I had never been able, I don't feel them as much as everyone else. Cause I have had numerous people tell me they're very loud and they come like, hello, like, can we talk to you? And I'm like, not shocked. Like there's very much like me, like, let's be honest. Yeah. And so it, it was really nice. And it's very reassuring that she finally was like, Hey, like, this is who I am. I know you've been curious and I just haven't, you haven't been ready essentially, but you are now. Yeah. I think that's a big mystery with spirit guides is people are expecting something shocking or, or amazing. And sometimes, sometimes it is, but most of the time they're just like you, they've been your guide for how many lifetimes you've been their guide how many lifetimes so they're going to be a lot like you like you're very humorous they're going to be Mm -hmm. you know cracking jokes (laughs) like there's very masculine and feminine one of them is very motherly I was like that's the one who she showed me who she is her name is Rhea which then I I deep dove into who she is and she's actually the Greek goddess of like mothering and nurturing she was the wife of Cronus who ate his children I was like cool like it just had me dive into the google lands and figure things out I'm like that's not shocking I have had two of my students and I shit you not I should have a whole podcast for that (laughs) I've had two of them find their spirit guide from planet earth right Mm -hmm. and and that they were living in a different lifetime one of them her name was Alice um, and she lived in Japan and this lady found her through history to actually find a document <coughs> that's say, and then you're like, oh my God, I met this person in a meditative state and I found them on this planet yeah. blows your mind. Is that's that- when you're like, this shit is really real. You can't make this shit up. No, you can't. I never would have imagined like, and I kind of looked at pictures of her too. Cause I know I don't see them. I just know, like, that's my best way of describing it. I just know. Yeah. Like she's got this blonde golden hair that's really long, but like some dreads in it and white flowing and turquoise. And I freaking look her up. That, yep. She looked like exactly. There she that. is. I, I love it. I'm like, oh my God. It was such a trip. Ooh, it's 11 <laughs> 11. Ah, I love that. So did your, your, your person, did they take you for more than one lifetime or you just did want the one? Um, that lifetime going through it took us like an hour and a half. So it's like an hour and a half sessions. And so I only did the one lifetime and I'm really grateful that it was just one. I think it could have been an overload, like emotional overload to do too many at a time. Like maybe if it was a lighter lifetime, this one wasn't very light. It was very heavy. Like what I needed to go through. Um, so she only did one. I did do like just a reading, like a past life reading before I did the risk regression is what I did. Yeah. I did it reading. So I wanted to touch a little bit more on like the timeline that you were talking about. There's it's like a part of it is your human mind has to 
be able to understand the concept that you've had another lifetime. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so your, 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 your logical mind is like, well, what time was that? But when you do like the quantum healing hypnosis technique, QHHT, you're going through other dimensions, right? Yeah. So there's so many theories that literally there's no such thing as time or space. So we're living that lifetime right now. Yeah. You're just aware of yourself as Sam right now. Yeah. But when you went to your session, you turned your awareness to, did you know your name in that one? Um, for some reason, my, no. they didn't tell me the name. It was the same name. Like when you wear a mirror, they have you wear a mirror too, to keep you. So just to kind of help your mind a little bit, not freaked out too much. Um, you have a mirror on, she had me put a mirror on like a necklace and I could see my current face. So my current face was also like in the mirror, but I knew that's not how I looked. Like I, I knew that part, but physically I could see my mind. That. Yeah. So that was definitely, but it, it was helpful that she did it that way because then I was not freaking out too much. Cause of course there was still like, as much as I'm open to it, you're still a little skeptical. Like what the hell? Like, this is different. I'm not, your mind can't completely wrap around it until you do it. Yeah, I agree. I think, <clears throat> and the longer you're under, the more you, you allow your subconscious mind mm-hmm. to just come up with that information for my, in my experience, cause I did a QHHT one and it was like four hours long. Yeah. Long. And we did like three lifetimes and I was whooped afterwards, but <clears throat> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, anyway, it's just, it's really blows your mind. That's what I was going to say is like the, by the, my third life, I was so deep into the hypnosis that I was so heavy. I could almost like not move. It oh, yeah. took her a lot to get me out, but that third lifetime was the most profound experience I had. And I think it's because that first one, I was like, I don't know, am I making this up? Like I see stuff in my mind. I see my feet. I was a man, mm-hmm. um, but I, it was really weird. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm making this up. There was a really weird space, like spaceship, like a diamond. Oh, wow. Spaceship. And I was like, I, I don't know if I'm making that up. But by the third life, mm-hmm. I was like straight up, like you said, like living it. Oh yeah. You're straight up living it. The fact that you said, I've been watching ancient aliens on top of it. So you're like diamond ones. And I'm like, they literally talked about that in an episode. <laughs> See, I was there. I was an ancient alien Apparently, or an ancient human or something. Well, in my uh, past life reading that I did, I was a Atlantean. Like I was, but I looked more hu- like human than a fish as far as an Atlantean goes. So I could live on both the land or the sea. So like I was more of a refined as she explained it. And Blake was a, uh, my husband was a, um, Lumerian. Yeah. A lot of us were Atlantean or Lumerians at this time, because if you think of it, I mean, it only makes sense, right? Technology really, really got up and so did spiritual awareness, Mm -hmm. but then they destroyed themselves, right? Um, their leaders destroyed because they got greedy. So it's like, we're in this big time again of a big shift of like leadership. Yeah. We're in so of course we're back. Yeah. <laughs> we're back back here. It was really cool. She took me through, I think five different timeline, different lives in my reading. Like I got to hear of five different lives. That's cool. So that was really cool. So I know I've, I've been around a time or two up here. My soul likes to come back to earth. Yeah. So here's the other neat thing. Um, if you're thinking about you're living all of your lifetimes, right? And this is what 
really, I got excited about after like my spiritual awakening and awareness, I would start to become aware of certain plants and what they would benefit me, how they would benefit me having no prior knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. But what happens when we, we have all of these lifetimes and they're happening all at the same exact time, if you have some sort of profound experience and this one, you can start, you know, punching holes through those, those timelines and helping yourself heal. Even if it was linear, you know, linear Mm -hmm. in the fifties, you know, helping yourself heal that time. And the knowledge, like, how did I know that those plants did certain things probably from my life as like a witch, right. Or, or, or native American. Oh yeah. No, I full heartedly believe that like, as we're going through this, we're just healing. Cause I feel like as I'm what now I'm like two or three weeks out. So the first like four days, it was like riding that high of like, Oh my God, I just unblocked this. I feel amazing. But then, you know, it comes down and it's like, okay, now, now do the work. I I let you feel the amazingness of what it's going to feel like when you finish healing this now work on it. So it's just like been, you know, the fun parts, (laughs) the the fun part of healing it. And it's the innate knowing of just different things. I now realize why I love orchids so much. They were at my wedding in that life. Like I saw the flowers. It's why I love flowers so much is they were very prominent in my life. I was surrounded by them joyous, like so many bubbly things were surrounding me in that life, except for what I had to go through to heal and forgive. The trippiest part though, was I had to see the face of who did it to me. And it rotated between my, like, it was flashing two faces, which of my father and my father-in-law, which tripped me out a little bit. So you were hung by, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I know. And I, well, I, I think about my husband too, that, you know, that just passed away. I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> and this, and then I'm like, well, shit, I probably did it to him mm-hmm. in another life. Yeah. He's like here, here. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> yeah. Fair. It's so possible. Like you think about it, you never know how you like until you're aware, you don't know how you died in a past life. Like, but it all makes sense why certain things are the way they are. The more I'm like uncovering the past life, like it's so such a trip it is yeah yeah it is it is trippy it is so are you integrating that into how you help other people now or I definitely am going to be getting like my NLP or learning how to do more past life because I'm seeing the profound benefits I'm just trying to find that right person to teach me because I don't want to just like go and learn it and do it wrong like guide someone to not get what they need essentially. Granted, I know I probably could you just dive right in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here as the coach going, Sam, <laughs> you can just do teach what you learn. You know what I mean? I know. I gotta learn how to, I want to I want the right tools so I'm at least properly doing it because there of course is a wrong way to do it. And I want to steer clear because I'm not trying to have someone mess their mind up like Right. I think that just goes <laughs> to show all the listeners how sweet you are and how much you actually care. I do. I'm, right. I, yeah, I definitely, because there are people who would just dive in off of what they just ha- experienced once to try and teach people and do it to others. Yeah. I think are- it's cool the because there's a lot, there are a lot of different techniques, mm-hmm. you know, cause I've done a p- past life exploration 
which would be super fun. I, and I, it would be easy to guide people to it. It's not really a hypnosis. It's more of a, like a guided meditation. Yeah. Um, I've had that experience and that was really cool. Um, and I've done that quantum healing hypnosis technique. That's really, really deep. That's yeah. really deep. That's definitely something that you would want to either become certified with or work with a, a master yeah. to get that down. Cause you're going through deep, deep shit, Yeah, you know? And then there's the NLP, which, which I love. I've read books on that, done a couple trainings on it, but <clears throat> that's something that's, you're so suggestible. Like yeah. what's the first time you felt fear. So there's so many different techniques to take somebody's mind to the, it's really, you're guiding them on their own journey. Yeah, no, 100%. Like she was asking me questions and I had to answer them along the way. So I want to make sure I'm at, at least giving them the correct guidance. So one, I'm not hard. When you think about it, you're, when you put your mind into those places, your mind becomes so like elastic essentially. And they have to bring you back up out of it. And we, I don't want to risk leaving someone in the wrong spot. You're like, my mind. I left her. (laughs) That's all I can think is like, that would be my luck. I'm like here helping this person. It's like, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) you're like, shit. I left her in the (laughs) fifties. Yeah. Pretty much. Like that's what my, that's what my mind goes to. I'm like, I want you to come out uplifted. Like you know, feeling more whole. Well, and so we're talking about all these uh, different modalities, then we can even talk about soul retrieval, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's taking somebody back. And that just popped in my head when you were like, I don't want to leave a piece of them somewhere. Right. (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah, that's true. You don't want to like leave part of their soul back Mm -hmm. with that lifetime. You want to reintegrate them. Yeah, exactly. Because if you think about it, it's your soul. I think this is what helped me imagine it better was I heard recently gotta love the tiki talk gotta love it you can hear so many cool like interesting things I take I take things with a grain of salt a lot of times because and what resonates kind of thing but someone was like you want to know why they're like babies their souls leave their bodies when they sleep a lot of time and when they're in your womb so I was like oh my gosh when you're under hypnosis your soul is actually leaving your body because it's traveling to different things you need to see so my mind was like oh well that's why we got to be really careful because we don't want to leave things away in the wrong spots I see you I see your analogy now yeah so you got to be careful and that's why I'm like oh we got I see your now the way I see it is we are all one, mm-hmm. right? And <clears throat> when I teach my students how to do psychic readings, right? Mm-hmm. What we're doing, all we're doing is we're taking our focus, our energy, and we're, we're melding it with yours, yeah. right? So if you take that same concept, right? And then I'm able to tap into your frequency, look around and tell you all about yourself and maybe see visions of the people around you, blah, 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 right? Yeah. But we take that to a, a concept of, your master soul and all of your lifetimes really essentially we're one with everything. And all you're doing is taking your awareness Mm -hmm. and going to take a look at that other life or that other place. And then you're, you're coming back. But, but in reality, you're also part of the air, the particles, you know, I, I, it gets so deep. It's just think about how amazing the capacity of your awareness is to change, to do a psychic reading or to look at a lifetime that was on another planet in another galaxy and then come back and be Sam making sandwiches for the kids. You know what I mean? Isn't it crazy? It's amazing. 
It is. It's so interesting. I just, I love learning. I've just been, I think I'm as this new, like next level, I'm just like reading more and more and exploring more of it because it's, it's like, they're proving it more and more to be real, like scientifically. And that's the part that I'm like, oh my God, all those people we thought were crazy for years. They're not, they are not crazy. Yeah. Uh, what's one of your favorite books? Um, right. I'm still working on the inner work, like the inner work. It's literally called the inner workbook. Like, and then I've been reading, creating money. And That's a good one. That one. Um, I had to stop for a long time because it gets so technical that I was like, I'm not here for this right now. So I've been reading that. And then I'm also getting ready. I'm waiting for it to arrive. I'm actually reading a beginner's book on tarot because for, I was very nervous of tarot for a long time. So I want to, I want to understand it before working with it, like read it because I'm very much into the, whatever my energy is also comes out when I'm doing it. So making sure I'm completely aligned with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Tarot is cool. It it's much more specific than Oracle. Yeah. it is so that's what I don't know all of a sudden I think I was like in the middle of doing some working on someone's stuff and like my guides were like you need to learn tarot and I was like okay like all right like I guess I'll learn tarot yeah I never had an interest because it was always talked to me as bad and they in a negative connotation growing up so I was like okay like I'm comfortable around oracle cards because I see them as more of a white light and then tarot to me for so long was a dark taboo yeah taboo so now I'm like you know it's really not no it's not I think it's really cool to explore all these different modalities all these different ways to receive information Mm -hmm. um I've been taking a human design and astrology class um now I also have something to say like just because we're taking those these classes does not mean that's what we're going to end up doing right Mm -hmm. what I took this class because I thought well I could add that to my list of tricks in my bag. Right. Oh yeah. But, and I'm still, mind you, I'm still in the middle of the class. So I'm a novice, but from everything that I've experienced over these years, all of these are just ways to receive the same information. And, and because I came about it through the energetic component, through just being able to sit here and get the information by not reading this chart, that's so fucking confusing to me. They are. But then when you learn to read the chart, you're like, well, it says exactly how I felt this person was. Yeah, I felt it energetically. So I think like you learning tarot is probably going to unlock something in maybe in your awareness, maybe in your craft. uh, But certainly it's going to get you to this next aha, aha, you know, I completely agree with that as like I, I have Moda, I barely use Reiki, but I love like I love to do Reiki, but I don't use it frequently but when I do want to or when I have someone around me who I feel needs it I do it and it feel it always feels good like I I was talking to my coach one day and she made a comment about her husband we were in like a very not like random conversation and she made a comment and I cried the moment I read that comment and I was like I need to do Reiki on him I'm sorry but I'm doing it I love you Loki like I hope it's okay And I had, like, I just energetically knew he needed it so badly because the moment she said the, like, 
think it was just like, he had to heal something from his, his inner child. Cause your inner child says a lot, like that's a whole nother road to go down. Holy moly. His inner child healing. It is so important, especially during your awakening, like through all your journey, you have to heal that. And that was something that was left there in it when I read it, it hit me in the chest, like a brick wall. I cried immediately. I was like, I have to, he needs to let this out. And I, I was like, I, it's the best way for me to disconnect too, because it hit me so strong. So that's why I like, I like having the different modalities because meditation does not like as much as I like to meditate. It's sometimes my mind won't be quiet enough to where it's even beneficial, where I'm just like, I just wasted 15 minutes trying to sit here and nothing happened. Like I could not connect to myself at all. My mind was like, um, did you turn the water off? Did you, is the light on? Um, did you make lunches for the kids tomorrow? Uh, you need to do this. You need to do this. Did you clean the house? Like, yeah, goes. <laughs> that's, that's the monkey mind, right? Um, the, the more stress we have on our nervous system, the harder it is to meditate. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so there might be those few times in a row where it's 15 minutes of nothing happened. I'm just sitting here thinking, but slowly and surely, like the thoughts will become fewer and far between, you know, oh, yeah. but it's all that, all that chatter is the stress. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a stress burning off. Oh, 100%. I'm like, we just went through some major life changes and more coming down the pipe and we know they're coming. So I think it just makes it more stressful. Like kids in two different sports, dad works nights. So it's just mom trying to run to all the things. And I'm just like, (laughs) and try to work and do all my duties. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Motherhood. Like (sighs) I'm just in the thick of it right now. Holy shit. (laughs) And going through an away, like this next round, I'm not lying. I'm like, this one's a doozy. Yeah. And it never ceases right? It's just another level, another level. And then I love it though, because it really opens your perception to a whole different reality, a whole different, how you could consciously create your life, a whole different understanding of this whole planet. Oh, 100%. 100%. You literally, if you would talk to me, say five years ago, I would have thought you're full bullshit, full bullshit. And now it's like, oh my God, yes. Let's talk about it because I started going through everything. And so I was like, yes, let's talk because this really intrigues me. And you know what? You're right. And I still need to find the lady who told me of all my gifts. And I told her she was crazy. And I walked out of the room. I need to thank her. Like she, as she plays in my head still to this day, like I can hear her telling me. She planted that seed though, didn't she? She did. Well, like the fact that it wasn't planted already, because my mom's always been very open and she has her gifts, which she turned off for a long time too, because just society, you could say the least. And so she talked to me and it was just like, no, no. Like, I know why I shut it off. I don't think I would have been able to process any of it at that time right? because it wouldn't, nothing would have landed. I would have been just an angry ball of me walking around. <laughs> I would have been more confused. Yeah. No, I love that you said that because I have. I've said that to so many people, like when I used to do psychic fairs, somebody sit across from you and you're just like, damn, you're a medium. Like you are going to be really good at speaking to the dead. I mean, anybody can end up speaking to the dead, but there's those ones that they're just, it's imprinted right on them. You're like, holy crap. And they don't believe it. But then it gives them some sort of hope. Like maybe I'm, maybe I am special. Oh yeah. 
maybe I can do that. And then they start looking into it and then they start doing it. And so, but it's like planting that seed. Oh yeah. 100%. Once the seed's planted, it helps because it also like brings back core, I guess you could say like core dreams you had as a child. Like it brought back my core dreams of, I, as a little kid knew I was going to, like, I could tell you, I knew I was going to be on stage helping people. Like I knew it as a kid for, I didn't start really believing that again until recently, like, because I didn't think I was good enough. Who wants to listen to me? But maybe one day you will, maybe one day you'll see me on stage talking to people. Girl, you're on stage right now, talking (laughs) to people, helping people. Maybe it was just, I couldn't imagine podcasts because they weren't they weren't a thing then. Yeah. Not a thing. So maybe that's what it is. And all of the different things that I was like, I never had that dream. It went away and I didn't even think about it for God, 10, 15 years. Yeah. It came back. I was like, damn, well, something, something woke up. You remembered. Yeah. I remembered and it woke up. I just say it woke up again. You remembered (laughs) your memory. You remembered your future memory of being on stage. Yeah. Who knows? quantum physics oh yeah it's it's all so cool I just love it I yeah. love it so much like well I was afraid of the dead for a long time even and now now they randomly come to me and they hug me every time they're usually very nice and they just like to hug my back and I'm like hi I was really afraid of you for a really long time <laughs> like I could not I don't know I the fact that I shut it down for so long amazes me because now thinking back I'm like, oh, spirits always been right there. And I've always seen them. I've seen them since childhood. And I turned it off. I was so scared. I was like, no, you're not real. You're not real. There's not really a cat sitting on a glowing white cat on top of my car. There's not wolves running through the trees by my, out my bedroom window. Like (laughs) they probably were. I'm only cracking up because it reminds me of me, right? Like what I used to see, I called them pterodactyls. I used to see pterodactyls flying through the air <laughs> and I would tell my husband and he was like, cuckoo. Cause he would only put up with so much. I'm like, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. And now, now I think they maybe were dragons. Oh, I haven't seen anyone in a while, but it used to be when I was in Michigan, it would just be this weird, you know, corner of your eye look and be like, I swear to God, there was a freaking pterodactyl fly by. Uh, I'm sure some people listening right now are like, okay, we're, they're checking out at this point. They're like, but it goes freaking deep it does it does like who I probably was like 10 and I'm seeing these like I'm waking up in the middle of the night because something woke me up like I I guess I've always woken up at as you say witching hour between like 3 and 5 a.m ever like my entire life so like I'm waking up and I'm looking out my my parents for some reason wouldn't put uh curtains on our bed size windows like they were a size of a queen bed so in the forest so I'm like looking out and I'm seeing glowing white animals running along like a hill like there was a full hill on the other one side of my room and I would see these animal like it was usually wolves I have always had an attraction to wolves so I would see the wolves run along and then every so often there would be a cat on top of a car gee I wonder why you've always been connected to wolves Indian woman I know I'm excited (laughs) I'm actually getting a wolf tattoo here soon right oh my heck wow yeah isn't it it's crazy how you like and you don't even think about it and you're like oh oh wow 
Like that's, that, you know, it all connects. It all connects. So this reminds me, cause I have to just share with you when I very first met my first spirit guide and I, and like, she wasn't showing herself to me either. I just kept seeing colors and shapes and, uh, but after the fact, I was like, <laughs> I was like the, the stuff, the swirls on her dress, mm-hmm. that design I had everywhere. I had it on my plates, my very plates for my first apartment. Oh my gosh. I had um, like these candelabras that had the same. And so I'm like, oh my God, I've been collecting things with that shape because she's wearing it, I guess. It's just weird. That's so funny. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense because they're guiding you and even they're in your subconscious mind. If you think about it, like that's how a part of how they're guiding you because your conscious mind can't essentially figure it out yet. Yeah. So essentially it's not until you become conscious of it. Yeah. And then you're like, they've been communicating with me this whole time. Like you, you, your love for wolves. Yeah. Literally. Obviously you have probably a pack of wolves for your guides. You know what I mean? I'm guessing because I've had wolf experiences since I was little like vivid dreams. I remember now what 25 years, like from childhood and I'm almost 30. Like I still remember them. Yeah. Like they were some vivid core dreams that I remember. And I'm actually starting a dream journal trying to figure out how to do it. Cause I don't wake myself up most days. My kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something I always tell all my students too, is if you, if you have, if you love something enough to tattoo it on your body, it's part of you. It's Mm -hmm. either a spirit guide or it's a remembrance from a past life, or if it's an, an essence, like some people maybe will get a fairy or something. Yeah. So to me immediately, number one, you have fairy guide. Number two, you are part of the fairy realm, right? Yeah. So yeah. Anytime you love something enough to collect it or put it ink on your body, Mm -hmm. it's part of your DNA. It's part of your essence. Oh yeah. I'm not surprised that a wolf is part of it as the fact, like, and that I surround myself with people who love my, like my husband loves wolves. We're both extremely loyal people. We take care of the people around us. We're those, we have almost like a pack mentality with the people we like to be around. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not a shock that we both love wolves. Oh, it's not, it's not. It's not. I love it, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all your deep experience about past lives and stuff. I know everybody lo- would love this topic. Oh yeah. It's a fun one. And it's, there's so much, I think that's still unfolding about past lives. Cause more, you know, not as many people knew about them or accepted them for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people still don't, but the more they hear testimony of it and how it's relatable to this life and the lessons that you learned. Uh, I mean, it's, it's such so beneficial. Oh, it is for sure. I would have never imagined going from feeling like I couldn't say everything my entire life in my throat. I told people for years, like my throat just feels like there's something there. I can't get it off to all of a sudden feeling like I just like essentially threw it up. Like is the best term to say, like it just came out. And now I felt like, Holy I felt light, like, oh my God, I felt like there wasn't something sitting on my throat. I I never could have imagined that. Yeah. Crazy. Now you could speak your truth easier, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. A lot easier. Sweet. I'm a little bit louder. Talk a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everybody, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. 
all nurtured by Sam, or I do have my website now. It is amatheaconsulting.com. Amathea, amatheaconsulting.com. Yes, which is the Greek mermaid of nurturing, which is my, I love mermaids too. <laughs> And nurturing, huh? And nurturing, like the wolves. Everything. Geez, look at you nurturing. go. Oh, and then Abrea, who is my spirit guide, is motherly and nurturing everything about her. So I was like, okay, everything lights up. <laughs> it totally does. It does without meaning to. Wow. So. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thanks for being on here. Of course. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.